0: Hi, my name is Tyler. I play Cadmus Lightbringer, the half-orc paladin. You know, he's a typical paladin, you know, just uh Oh, I froze on that fact. <laughs> my mind went blank of all facts about Cadmus Lightbringer. It happens. Um, that's good. It's, it's good. a solid solid fact about Hans. Great uh, start. <laughs> Uh, Cadmus Lightbringer, he's your typical paladin dude. He's uh, super charismatic, super gung ho, uh, straight to the point, wants to get it done. Uh, low patience. Uh, he's just kind of like, okay, great, that's what we need to do. Excuse me while I do it. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. doesn't think
1: a lot. Hey, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so I just figured we could kind of jump in, do like a little story beat before like the main campaign here. Kind of get to know Cadmus a little bit. Oh. I was just going to say sounds good. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Cadmus, it's been a long day. And honestly, you had kind of hoped that you'd have more to show for it. You spent nearly the entire day clearing those hatchling flying snakes out of the hold of that cargo ship, not to mention their fully grown mother, the man who flagged you down and gave you the job failed to mention the extent to which they had overtaken the trusses and floorboards of the wooden vessel. And I don't know, maybe they found their way aboard amongst the crates and barrels of those strange fruits you had never seen before.
0: Yeah, I mean, devil's advocate. Maybe the guy was told me that there were the weird snake things in the fruit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I wasn't listening. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: really do that. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's fair. He said he had a problem and you were like... "Um." I'm the guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But honestly, this wasn't the most demanding or even interesting afternoon you've had in recent memory. What was the strangest job you've ever taken on?
0: Yeah, so I've done... Ever since I left home, I've been doing a lot of freelance stuff. Nothing too interesting. Uh, You know, typical clear the giant rats from the basement. Escort boring dignitary along the Sword Coast. Uh, There was this one instance for about a year that Cadmus was uh, hanging out around Neverwinter and there was a bunch of flyers about join the Great Rail. Mm. And so he he got aboard this train that apparently rotates around the world. Mm -hmm. And so he, he served aboard that for a little bit. It was okay. It was pretty boring. Nothing really happened but the warden was super weird so he wasn't <laughs> typically feeling that too much so as soon as that one year little journey was over he uh he got off that and was not interested in that anymore
1: <laughs> yeah your coworkers really make or break a job man i don't know what to tell you you just can't do
0: like they were just like cooking or working out or reading books or something you know those weird
1: yeah ugh Awful. And I mean, like, what are you going to do on a train for an extended period of time anyway? You're going to look at the stuff pass you by and say, wow, I could be out there instead of on this <laughs> train <laughs> yeah. listening to some dwarf guy sing all day. Ugh, the worst. Um, earlier today in the hold of the ship, sweating in the stagnant and humid air below deck, you couldn't help but wonder what your brother might think of this type of work. You assumed he disapprove, of course. The two of you had always had your differences, even before, but you were pretty certain that your father would be pleased with you. You took after him quite a bit, and not just physically, though you clearly got more of his orcish features than your elven mother's. What are some of the lessons that he taught you? So my dad, he was a good guy. He was, uh, he was one of the pillars
0: of our community. He always raised me and my siblings to uh, do what's right. Honor is a big thing. Help out when you can. And get the job done no matter what it takes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I really carried that.
1: Yeah. Especially that last one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's often on your mind, even these days, all these years later. He was a strong man in more ways than one. A brave man, a teacher, a protector. Even when it often meant putting his own life on the line for the good of others. He always said it would be a noble death to be defeated in battle. You just... I don't know. You just never really thought you'd actually see it happen. What did happen that day in the village, the day the strange beasts arrived? You know, Dad
0: always talked about dying in glorious battle, and I'm just tired of hearing about this old Orcish tradition because we live out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Nothing happens out here. Nothing's ever happened out here. Uh, It was just your basic run-of-the-mill day until... These weird things came out of the woods. I I don't know what they are or where they came from, but they looked humanoid. They had the physical characteristics of a person that walks on two legs, but they just had like these bestial forms. Like mm-hmm. they looked like animals. Like what kind of animals? Like there was like there were a few that looked like bears. There were a few that looked like tigers and. Owls, you name it. Like some of them were like boars and stuff. It would just they look like animals, but just they like weren't. a handful of humanoid beasts. Yeah, I I've never seen anything like them before. Hmm. I had just walked out, and there was like panic happening. These creatures running around the village, taking people. Our guardsmen absolutely losing this fight. I see my dad running around, yelling orders at the guardsmen fighting off these beasts. And that's when I just, I remembered the words of what my dad's always said. And I rushed in to help in any way I could. Uh, I saved this small child from one of the smaller beasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, right when I had gotten into safety, I turned and that's when I saw this big bear looking one, just like drive a sword straight through my father.
1: Yeah. Your father is run through by this, this giant bear-like creature. And before you can react to the just impossibility of what you've just seen, you hear through your ringing ears some kind of shout that you don't understand. And just as quickly as it all began, the creatures were gone.
0: Uh, at that point, I just ran over to my, my father. And as I held him dying in my arms, the last thing he ever said to me, And that moment was protect our people. And then he was gone. And what about your mother? I took my my dad's sword and I chased the rest of them, but they were running. They were leaving. So I I searched for the people we were missing, rounded the dead. and My mother was, she was gone.
1: I don't know where she went or what happened to her,
0: Mm -hmm. but I know they
1: took her. Your siblings didn't understand when you left. You didn't give them much chance to, and you don't really regret that. You had to go. You had to find your mom. You had to find your vengeance. There was even a day years later when you thought you had found that, too. But what was it that you found instead? I saw this, this person that was dressed in the same
0: outfit as the one yelling commands that one night. Mm-hmm. I had had stalked him for a while, and I was about ready to, you know, get justice for what had happened. Right. And as soon as I drew my sword, he had perfectly parried it.
1: Yeah, and and he turned out to not be who you were actually looking for. But later on, you'd reflect that he was the man you needed to find at the time. I mean, he taught you a lot.
0: He taught me how to be a, a better swordsman. He. He taught me how to better defend myself. He taught me the oath that I carry within myself. We trained for the next year until he thought I was ready. I set out the next day with the symbol of my God and the vengeance that I now carry within myself.
1: We see you now in the present, sitting at the long table of the tavern below the inn, eating a surprisingly tasty meal. You're still a bit tired from today. When it was all said and done in the hold of the ship, the man who hired you could only offer you a handful of coin and a stay at his sister-in-law's inn. She was grateful for the help you'd provided the family business and had generously offered free meals during your stay, though you're not sure how long that will be. Park Crescent is a pretty big place, after all. But now that you're here, what's your plan? I've never been to this town.
0: It seems to be a pretty big place. Uh, A lot of travelers, a lot of ins and outs someone here has to know something about these creatures and I'm going to find that information mm-hmm. and then I'm going to continue my path of vengeance
1: get more of Tyler and his character Cadmist on Vibe Proficiency a D&D podcast about death divinely sensing things and serious daddy issues I guess coming soon to your favorite podcast app like the one you're listening to the show on right now congrats on finding it and stuff until then
0: let me take a whack at it.
1: My perception is
0: not good. My perception is not good. Great. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested in, like, learning his life story. <laughs> Want me to go uh, intimidate him? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I pull my sword out. Oh, Jesus. Yikes! <laughs> Chandler's just trying to get my character to, like, beat the crap out of this. <laughs> All right. Let's go talk to them as a group So I don't forget what to say (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I got the max roll You're lucky, son Backup just arrived Oh my god Chandler, you can't do that